Hey everybody, it is Jacqueline Kitzman from Awakened Tarot. Uh, at what point do I just stop separating the Instagram from the podcast and just assume you all know what I'm talking about? Because I've said the same thing 10 episodes in a row now. Uh, today, the guest I have is, um, this is someone that I have been so excited, one, to just even know, and then they asked to be on the podcast and I like, myself out of my chair. It was like, yes. Um, so my guest today is Janelle. She is an amazing musician. Can I say you're the real Famone? Can I say that? That is yes. <laughs> so yes, just like you can plug my music. Can I can, so listen, I got to like open a show she did over Halloween for residence a residence I cannot speak today, a residency she had over Halloween. I got to read tarot and I like that was like the second time that we'd like really like been in the same room and I already felt I was like, oh, like, I love this person. Like, I love her so much. You actually worked with my husband for a while and you were a roommate, like pedicabbing. Oh, my gosh. When you said you worked with my husband, I was like, where? Was oh, like, no. pedicabbing. <laughs> yes. Wow. Because also we've connected on many levels with Gabe because our mutual friend Lawrence, who was my yes. roommate for like two years. Yes. So, so we've been like in this like, uh -huh. weird like circling around each other, but then I got to read at your show and I was just, it was such an experience and it was such like a, an intensely emotional, beautiful night that I just got to like be there for <laughs> and read tarot at. It was incredible. And then I got your candle and I have to tell you the reason you don't see it is that I burnt it out like the first two weeks. Like Ugh. I think there's like a tiny bit left of it. But <laughs> I love that. Well, I was so happy when you said you would do it because I had never done anything like that. But obviously everything has been leading me into these avenues and I was like, ooh, what if I had Gabe's uh, now wife read tarot instead of having a musical guest opener wouldn't that be cool and then when you said yes I was like okay I was like yes are you aware that I will be exposing people's trauma on stage that night <laughs> I really <laughs> hadn't thought that far ahead because tarot is fairly new for me but then once you said that I was like oh you are going okay uh, yeah I well and it was fun too because I think there were there one of the girls I read for that night had never had a tarot reading done before and like did not believe in it and actually Lawrence did not believe in it and then after the show they were like wait, how did you, what is this thing that you've just introduced and it's real and it's strange, but so this is totally. very exciting. Can you tell people about your experience with tarot and magic and spirituality? Yes. Um, so I love that we just had an hour and a half conversation prior yes. to this podcast <laughs> that basically was the synopsis of this question. But um, I'm, uh, I would say that I'm fairly new to it. However, it has been there since I can remember. I like to call it my reawakening. Um, and so when I look back on my life, it's always been there, all of it. Um, but really the past three and a half to four years is when it has entered my life in a way that I have accepted and am ever more curiously about. Um, tarot specifically, I don't have a lot of experience in, but I have been wanting to, which is partly why I reached out to you. Yes, um, and then was gifted my very first tarot deck just moments ago. Yes! Um, I've had oracle cards <laughs> that I've been doing daily and, um, cultivating that relationship and learning about how cards, how you develop a relationship with cards yeah. has been magical in and of itself. And I have a deep, uh, gener generation, decade long relationship with New Orleans and 
obviously there's a lot of magic and tarot there. <laughs> yeah. And so it just has increasingly been coming into my life in all sorts of forms. It's as and it like almost chooses you. You know what I mean? Totally. Like you're going around your life, you're doing your own thing and you make one decision and boom, now you're in New Orleans. Now you're now you have a deck. Now you're doing like readings and past life regressions and working with magic and it, it truly is just kind of this thing you somersault into totally and also it's the things that I've been curious about mm-hmm. and then like we were talking about before maybe I've even been a little fearful of you yeah. know but yeah. then you just find yourself in the situation or you find yourself talking about past life regressions even though you have sort of not wanted to know about them sorry <laughs> No, it's totally fine. Walking into my house is like one big, uh, what's the one thing you didn't want to talk about? All right, now we're going to talk about that. <laughs> I feel like that's me all over the place. Totally. Although, oh and also, uh, if you ever get the chance to come to Jacqueline and Gabe's house, it's amazing. Oh my and gosh. you could spend hours looking at all of the detail. It's literally a nice spy book. It <laughs> truly is. There's actually, fun fact, there are over 70 giraffes just in hmm. the big room there because I am a huge giraffe fanatic. 70? Like over 70. I've counted. There's set like over 70 giraffe and giraffe themed things hidden throughout the, the living room area of my house. Wow. So like the more you look, the more giraffes you will find. <laughs> Which is like life. Which is like, the more you look, the more giraffes you <laughs> will appear. There's a bumper sticker in that somewhere. Um... Are you ready to pull a card and talk about it? I would love to. Okay, I'm going to shuffle. And this is like, and you have not like had a deck. You'll go. No, I was going to say, what deck is that? This is the Smith Rider Weight. So this is like uh, one of the classic versions of tarot and probably the most known. Like if you're going to see a tarot deck in Hollywood, it's probably this deck. Mm. It's just very well known. Um, oh, we're going to talk about the King of Pentacles today. <laughs> Great. And <laughs> I was like, the King of what now? Um, this is very exciting because this is the last card in the tarot. Traditionally, the very last card. This is like the mastery, the master of heaven and earth. And it's also a card that is double elemented. So we're going to get to talk about fire and earth and, you know, just what it means to like be like the master and creator of everything. Wow. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> yes. This is one of my, this is like one of the cards that I love to talk about because it is so, it packs such a punch because, you know, when, um, the last card of the major arcana is the world and this is the last card of the entire tarot. And he like is, they are on this throne holding this coin. They have a scepter Great vines are growing all around them. They have a castle in the background. They're just everything they touch turns to this luxurious, like edible and lush um, atmosphere. They are the master of everything, of both soul and humanity. This is somebody that is completely merged with their divine self and is able to create life no matter where they are. Wow. This is a really heavy card. Wow. What are your thoughts? Just looking at the card, like, what do you, like, what do you take in from this? Because, again, like, Janelle hasn't worked with tarot, so this is one of my favorite things to do. Um, yes. Okay. Well, already I noticed these two, uh, cheap cows on either side of his shoulder. Did you say cheap cows? I said sheep or cows. I thought you said cheap 
cows. I cheap was, cows. I was like, are you putting a monetary value on oh, this? Cheap cows. On no. this? <laughs> on the cows? Yeah, they are like they are. They're cattle. And so like this, almost like a ram-like emperor emperor esque. So the emperor is actually um, ruled by uh, the the ram Taurus, I believe. I'm a Taurus. And are you really? I'm a Taurus Gemini on the cusp. I'm a. Tra- <laughs> You came in with that. Do you know your rising sign? Um, uh, a Taurus, Gemini on the cusp. Like, don't judge me, podcast. <laughs> I know I have a Virgo moon. Oh, wow. You've got like a lot of earth mm. energy. So mm-hmm. this is very like, this is a very you-ish Well, what I was going to, so these sheep cow things that are on either side of his shoulder is very duality to me and my whole life there's so much duality and it's the gemini part but it's that duality yes and because you're taurus gemini cusp you also have that that you know that is represented by horns by this by this like why do i keep wanting to say ram or goat listen this is so this is my podcast and i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about either um, but it is this almost like you have these two things that are that are this energy that is such a part of you, but it's double. So it's almost like this fierce determination to be like there are these two things I'm split between, and I'm passionate about Story both of, my of them. So how do I balance that? As if like I'm saying that like look how much I know about you as if we didn't talk right for an, for an hour. hour and a half before. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, and then. Um, I love the pentagram, obviously. Yes. Which is interesting, and I'm going to say something very quickly. So I grew up Catholic. Yes. And um, up until rather recently, um, I was taught that the pentagram, the pentacle, was evil. evil. And I, you know, I would see it in Hot Topic, and I would, like, <laughs> steer away from it. Oh, God. You know? Yeah. But I bought my very first... Uh, Pentagram. Yeah. Uh, your Aroma G's. Yes. I love it. from there. Like I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and yeah. I am just in love with it. Yes. Well, you know why it's considered evil, right? No. It well, was appropriated I mean, I... by the church, and the church right. was like this thing that you use for right. like Wiccan and pagan practice right. that's connected to your culture and how you've been living for thousands of years. It's evil now. Right. Good luck. Right. I put it in a book, and so now it is. <laughs> and then let's brainwash everybody. Yes, and now we'll we'll teach nobody to read. Only print this book for like hundreds of years, and it'll be great. And we'll create a new symbol. Yes, and and that and that's just it, and that's how it goes. So yeah, isn't that great? Yes. So it's this, you know, the pentagram is actually about like this convergence of energy. It's a very pagan. It's very special. It's actually a really. It's a sign of good luck. It's a sign of working with nature and connecting energies. You know, even like just the idea of like the five points. It's this convergence of, I in my head, and this is probably not at all what it means. There's somebody on this podcast right now that's very traditional, like Alistair Crowley. Like, that is not what a fucking pentagram means. And mm-hmm. they're very upset. But for me, it's kind of like we have these four elements of earth, right? We have earth and water and fire and air. So that's four. But then when we bring in the fifth is that spirituality. And we mm. find a way to like balance all of those things. And so for me, when I see a pentagram in my head... That was before I was educated on what it means. It's like this convergence of all of these energies because it is. Earth is as spiritual. That sound was my phone hitting the floor. Um, It is this convergence of earth, but also spirituality because that's what earth is. There isn't a separation between earth and the divine and earth and the holy. It's all together. Right. Right. (laughs) And, um, ooh, he has a little armor on. On his little foot. Yeah. 
um, protected this. So the idea with the King of Pentacles is actually, so there are two elements to this card. So each suit corresponds with an element and then each court card, therefore it is page, knight, queen, and king. Each one of those represents an element as well. So the King of Pentacles is actually fire because kings represent fire. I and love fire. <laughs> I Keep all I of the so attracted to fire right now. It's, it's a lot. Well, you know, I'm a Leo. And Gabe is a stellium in Leo. He's a Leo sun and a Leo moon. And then he's got like two other major signs in Leo. Wow. You know, what's interesting with me and Leos is that when I was younger, I was, I didn't like Leos. I didn't, I couldn't oh, no. connect. No, I couldn't connect <laughs> with their energy. But as I've gotten older and more confident in who I am, I'm, there are a lot of Leos coming into my life and I find them to be amazing. Thank you. So it's just interesting how when you, as you grow you know, things change around you and how you relate to... Yes, I had the know? same thing with Taurus energy, actually. And it's because an ex who was awful to me was a Taurus. And so I had this, like, grudge. Totally. Like, as I've gotten, all, like, as I've, like, gotten away from that, I've been like, wow, Taurus energy is, like, actually, like, a really, really lovely energy. Mm. So it is like that. At one point in your childhood, you probably had a Leo. You were like, fuck that Leo. Probably. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and kind of... But, yeah, so this is um, fire and earth. Pentacles are earth. Uh. So this is... Uh, Kind grounding. Of, grounding, it is. It's kind of like you've created this. It's almost very like humans. The discovery of fire opened so many doors for us. We could eat. We could warm ourselves. We weren't dying of cold. And we could also make things. Like the first tools were made. Uh, you know, we forged them in fire. Mm. I mean, we're able to create these machines and build these things. And it's because we figured out how to use fire. But fire is also incredibly dangerous. So we had to learn to use it in a way that created life and that is such a king of pentacles thing we're using fire to cultivate because we also use um scorched earth therapy in regards to taking land that is not fertile and we light it on fire and that ash in mm -hmm. the soil makes mm -hmm. it fertile it's also the same thing as lava when it comes out and burns the magma doesn't just create fertile soil it creates the most fertile soil wow this is interesting, too, because I've been having a lot of bonfires. <laughs> like, I will go buy wood. Um, my wife and I recently bought a home in Jolton, which is a few minutes outside of Nashville. And it's very rural. And so I'll go buy wood, and I'll sit outside, and I'll build a fire, and I'll just sit there and, like, watch the fire and maybe smoke some weed sometimes. And yes, I was doing this the other day, and I was watching the fire, and I just had this epiphany although it sounds like common sense sometimes after you have an epiphany and you're like why did it take me so long to like put that together but i was like if energy is neither created nor destroyed this wood is fire is just transformation the wood is just being burned into something else and it's not yeah. being destroyed it's not no. negative it's just a transformation from one energy source into another yes. and it's only able to do that through fire yes so how do you think that applies to this card because you're ah! exactly right that's totally what this card is so talk to me about this yes uh. <laughs> Right, so, um, ooh, ooh, well, transformation, right? Um, we're not losing um, or really gaining anything. We're just transforming from one thing into another. Yeah, uh. yeah, 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 yeah. And that is like the entire, that is like the whole point of the tarot, right? We're learning our way. We're going through different archetypes. We're learning these lessons. We're going through suits. We're mastering these things. And by the end of the fucking tarot, we're at the King of Pentacles. We are not different or better or worse than we first started we're just changed and you wow. know what that means we get to do it all over again because, because it's a cycle change ah! is constant yes the only thing constant <laughs> is change yes oh my god 
Did you think you could get so metaphysical about one fucking card? No, but this is amazing. <laughs> Isn't this fun? And, you know, I feel like whenever I pull the King of Pentacles, just in, it is such an encouraging thing to me. It, it says, you've already done this. You're already... There was a point where the thing that you think... That were things that you think are easy now. It was once a battle. Let me explain this to you in regards to traffic. I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, where I was really scared to learn how to drive. I'm a very anxious human. So learning to drive was a scary thing for me. So I learned how to drive in a small town. And then I started like going into St. Louis, which was the closest city to me in my tiny town where I lived. And I was like, oh my God, they have three lanes of traffic. What am I going to do? And I mastered that system. I figured out how to drive in that. And then when it came to me that I was learning to move to Nashville, I was like, this is literally how I comforted myself. And I wish that I could say that this was actually a really big thing for me. I was scared to drive here. And I said, you know what? At one point, St. Louis was scary to drive in, but you've conquered it. It's like leveling up in a video game. You can move to Nashville. And I did. And I have learned to drive in Nashville. That is so true, though. It's so true. Like, you know, I grew up in a farm in rural Minnesota. Yeah. And in 2012, after I ended, up, ended a very long-term relationship, I went to Europe for two months and maxed out a credit card, which I do not regret, and I backpacked through Europe by myself. Are you fucking kidding me? Because when that relationship ended, I said I'm going to do the one thing that scares me the most, which was traveling abroad by myself. So in true Janelle fashion, I went for two months um, with no itinerary and would come into a city and then book a flight to another city. And it was beautiful I be and you. insane. <laughs> and, but I remember I was on a bus in Czechoslovakia because my father's family is from Czechoslovakia. Wow. Side note, they're actually from what used to be called Bohemia, which is home to the original gypsies. Kick me. Yeah. I'm, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. So I was on a bus in Czechoslovakia, and I had my headphones in, and I just remember thinking, I'm just a girl who grew up in a double wide in rural Minnesota, and now I'm on a bus in Czechoslovakia, and it's that whole leveling up things are mm -hmm. possible transformation yeah right? you're Change. still you right you're still the same you you've always been but we've been you were you know you like went through these trials and tribulations and these things and mm. now you're on a bus in Czechoslovakia one day you're gonna blink and I'm gonna be on a bus in Czechoslovakia totally <laughs> maybe at the top of a pyramid somewhere I'm gonna be in Egypt I'm gonna be uh the dream um but it is it's like this essence of doing these things that scare you do working with things that you know, fire, working with things that can hurt you or scare you or you're unsure about and you master it and you use it and you cultivate it. And now you're, you've used it and you've created this entire world for yourself out of, out of seemingly nothing. I mean, like, and we talked a little bit about this, but when I pull this card again, like it's such a, you've done harder things. You're completing the cycle. Like, yes, it's been hard and Sometimes it's been really not glamorous and sometimes you've like been crying and mascaras everywhere and everything sucks, but you've still made it through and this is something to celebrate, you know, every little thing. And so this truly is a card of when I see it, it's hope. Even if I'm at like a bad place, I see this card and I, I'm hopeful because I'm in a better place and it's easier to handle than maybe it would have been even like three days ago. Mm, that's so true. And what's interesting is the more that I tap into and explore my own spirituality by whatever means, including tarot, mm -hmm. the more that I learn and the more that when we do go through these things, because life is going to continue to happen. Yeah. Changes are going to continue to take place. That's not mm -hmm. going to stop. But the more that I 
feel that centeredness within me and the more that I work to cultivate that Mm -hmm. through any means necessary, really, that allows me to, A, stay living here on Earth and, and like, doing the work. Yeah. Whatever that is. It is, it is such a, it is such a, this is a person who, when you look at their, their eyes are closed. They are so at peace and okay that they know that because of all of the work they've done and all of the things they've set in motion and all of the seeds they planted, that sometimes work is resting and trusting that all of the things you set in place are working and growing on their own. Right? That's so true. This card is amazing. This card is such a... I, I don't think that people sit down and stare at the King of Pentacles long enough and like think, this is a really cool card. Like, How cool is it to be the very last card in the entire tarot, which is this hundreds, if not thousands of years old tool for divination and analytical thinking and discovery? And the last card of that entire thing is a human it's a human. It's not some big major arcana archetypal energy. It's talking about you as a human being so involved, like knowing so well how to use emotion, intuition, passion, fire, sex, lust, thinking. You are you interwove that into your daily life and earth so magnificently that you can literally close your eyes on a throne and trust that everything around you is growing and lush. I needed this card (laughs) isn't that funny i feel like i've said that in every episode but i feel like every card we pull is such a yes and it's also interesting to me that you said it was the last card because the whole death rebirth death cycle like so yes you you've reached the last card you in a way you could say i've made it i've Mm -hmm. i'm here i've arrived but it's just you just have to start for it back from the beginning so you have this moment of like hmm like you said, resting in, um, what's the word, uh, your accomplishments, per se, mm-hmm. or the fact that you have, you're a human, but you're using all of your intuitive gifts and all of the, you know, divination tools that are coming to you, yeah. right? But the next card is the very beginning again. It's like, the very yeah. fucking beginning. Yeah. And it's great. And it mirrors the last card of the Major Arcana is the world, which is this very androgynous human dan- and the dancer dancing in the middle of the world with the four fixed astrological signs around it. Um, and they are, it's a card of completion and meant, not meant to be, but also kind of meant to be. It's kind of this things completed exactly the way they were meant to. Even if it doesn't feel like this happy thing, mm. it was that thing ended or came to a stop exactly where it was supposed to. And the King of Pentacles is that minor arcana thing of we came in our lives exactly to the place we were supposed to come to. Even if it's not like, because like, here's the thing, like, we're made up, we're humans made of very many cells. And in any one of those cells, we will be in a different place of the life, death, life cycle, life, death, rebirth cycle. And there will be like sometimes like, like I have this goal in mind. Like I'm going to get to that goal. I'm going to get to that goal. I'm going to do this podcast. I'm going to make this podcast something that I'm proud of. I get it to the point that I'm proud of it. I'm in a King of Pentacles thing, but that doesn't mean the podcast is done. Totally. It means that we... That, like, we recognize <clears throat> that we've gotten to a place that I didn't think was possible, number nine in New Zealand, and they're going to keep going. You know, that those are very exciting things, and yet at the same time, it doesn't signify a total end. Like, there's mm-hmm. such a power in this idea that we're circular, and that the tarot is circular, um, and that we are circular. Wow. This is so... Um, like a pinnacle. <laughs> yeah. And this card just speaks to me so much where I'm at in my life right now. 
you know, I feel like I've done a lot of work and there's a lot of things that are going to change, but yet I feel good about it all. And I don't know, it's just interesting. I want to ask you a question about the colors in this card. Well, I love yellow. Yes. So it's a big yellow and then it's a bunch of green. Why do you, what is the meaning? I don't want to say, I want to say like, what is, I want to say for you, like, how does that speak to you? Well, the yellow is interesting because before I came here, I just finished editing my video that I'm going to release for my song Amsterdam that's on Spotify. Such a good song. It's such a good song. You can find that under Fimone, F-I-M-O-N-E. Yes. Um, And I just finished editing the video for that. And one of the colors that actually just popped up and we went with it was yellow. And I was like, oh, I love yellow because it reminds me of the solar plexus chakra of self-empowerment. Yeah. And that... I was really connected to that when I first started this journey, like three and a half, four years ago. That really spoke to me. And so (laughs) that came up again today. And I thought how fitting that was for my video because it has a lot to do with that. And then so uh, that's what makes me think of yellow. Yeah. And yellow is also a very fertile color, right? Mm. Like, and we're we're actually doing this podcast on Imbolc, which is this pagan Wiccan holiday of celebrating fertility and the earth and the lights coming back and we're making and paving the way for spring. So it's this, the light is coming back and things are fertile and we're allowing ourselves to grow again. We're coming out of this place of contraction because contractions are uncomfortable, but so important, right? Like you, they make the baby come out. They make the baby come out. (laughs) 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 That is Janelle's professional opinion. Contractions make I'm, the baby come out. I'm fucking dying. Um, yeah, but it's like we we have these like moments where we kind of collapse in like nature does on itself. And it can be very uncomfortable. It's not comfortable to be in this place of kind of collapsedness. But we can't get to expansion without contraction. So we're in this state right now uh, in nature and in like spirituality as we approach spring. We're kind of unfurling and the light is coming out. It's getting brighter by the minute every single mm. day. And it's literally growing things. And so in the King of Pentacles, it's kind of this idea where the sky is completely yellow. It's not blue. It's everything is lit almost like this, um, almost like I have an arrow garden and the arrow garden stays lit all the time for my herbs. And it goes off like at a set time. Oh, that's what that is. I saw it in the kitchen. Yes, yes. It is where I'm growing my dill. Awesome. (laughs) My basil. But the light is on and it's the ideal environment for those herbs to grow and bloom and be fertile. And that's kind of one where we are with nature right now. And it's also kind of, I mean, like not, you know, like where you are in your life right now, like you are in, even though it feels difficult, you were in the perfect place to expand right now. Right. That's the other key to it is though, even though it feels difficult when you, I feel like I know I've been doing the right things and continue to do the right things for me, even though there really is no right or wrong. Um, uh, even though it's difficult, you, 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 you feel okay. I don't know how else to really put that, right? Yeah. It's like you feel at peace, even in a difficult situation, because, well, you know that another season's coming. Um, and I was going to say that too, growing up in Minnesota, you were talking about in bulk. And so it's not really spring yet, but, but we can see the first um, crevices of it pe- peeking in yeah. and being growing up in Minnesota and going through wi- those winters when that snow just not even in the spring when it starts to melt but when you know that you've reached 
the pinnacle where you're jumping over the edge and you know it's coming. It's yeah, and and that is a really good place to be coming. Like, and I'm from Illinois, which is not near as cold as Minnesota, but there definitely gets to be a point in the winter where you're like, if it fucking snows mm. one more time, I'm gonna lose my shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, like we live in Nashville now, which is much more temperate and we don't get snow, but we are also kind of getting to the point where it's like, if it rains one more time, if I have to look at a gray sky one more day, it's, you know, we're coming to that point where we need that light. We need this thing and we need to feel this abundance, but we are also knowing it's coming. We're sitting back and relaxing, knowing that Mm. it's coming. We're kind of in this place of knowing that yes, it is still cold and yes, it is gray. And yes, it's not quite staying light outside for as long as we'd like but it is coming and we are at peace in that knowing that it's coming because this is the king of pentacles we understand and are intimately connected to the idea of cycles Mm. so even if it's hard we know that we're everything is circular we understand we know how to live and work and thrive in Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. totally I'm just sort of, like, blown away by the conversation we had co- before coming in here and then this card and everything we're talking about. It's just so... It feels so good. Yeah. It feels so good. Tarot gives us what we need. And, and you know what's amazing is that because, like, you don't... Like, you, you've worked around Tarot, but, like, this is your first time, like, really getting to interact and, like, talk about a card, like, like a fucking professional. Yes, this and much you, in depth. And you know what you're talking about. And that is, like, such a fucking amazing thing, right? Because you were human and you've lived... Right. You intimately know and would have known any card that fell out of this fucking thing. Right. Oh, because you connect with them. Yeah, because you're... Because they were made that way. Yeah, because they are a reflection of humanity and nature, and we are, as humans, we are nature. (laughs) Absolutely. That's the most true statement. But we forget (laughs) that, right? Yeah, we do. We are made from and by nature. We are nature. We are not separate from it. Yeah. We are not separate from it. Um, But can we talk about all this greenery down here? Because you had mentioned that earlier. Yes. Yes. So the King of Pentacles is somebody that is both rooted. Their feet are on the ground. All of the stuff is coming out around them because something that my wonderful friend Ian talks about in the um, third episode of this podcast, the Empress card, it he said something that really stuck with me in regards to you cannot bloom if you're not rooted in. So the King mm. of Pentacles is rooted in and all of these things because they are so okay with where they are and who they are and the and like the the you know the tasks and the hardships it takes to get something done that they're unfurling and growing up. So they've got they've rooted down and because they are rooted down and because they are intimately aware with how nature works and where to root themselves down and with their place and what they're doing, they are able to grow and unfurl and collect all of this amazing life. They're able to literally create life out of just living. Wow. One thing you just said really hit me, which was in order to grow, you have to be rooted. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I thought a lot about that, and that started with my friend Ian talking about trees in regard to the Empress, where I had always kind of thought about trees in regard to the Emperor, but that's the thing, right? They're not separate, the Empress and the Emperor. They're a duality of the same thing, Mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, like, and this is not a fair, maybe, comparison, but hate and love are not separate emotions. They're the same emotion. They take the same amount of passion. It's just how you're thinking about it. It's Mm -hmm. how that fell for you or mm-hmm. falls for you at that time. I have this theory that you can't truly hate something unless you have truly loved it first. Mm. And so it is that kind of duality of that, which is a little off topic from the King of Pentacles, but... But still relevant. <laughs> but still relevant. 
constantly. Um, so yeah, that is why they have that greenery. What, what do you think about the greenery in this picture in regards to the yellow sky and just this card in general? Like how, because you don't have to interpret it the same way I do. So I want to know about your idea. No, I love, to me, it looks like it's ivy and it's like, mm -hmm. it's growing all over him, but it's also, ooh, it makes up his robe. Mm -hmm. And so he's just covered in nature. Yeah. And he's covered in, in growth. Yeah. And he's wearing it like a robe. Yeah. You know? Um, and robes are very important um, because they are a visual representation of, like, what we're either trying to put out, you know, or how we're feeling in a sort of a way. And so the fact that he's just wearing all of this is really interesting. And I wow. don't know I if I know. I love that. No, that's amazing. That's okay. an amazing thought. Yeah. That what we wear, like it is such a robe, is such an ornate thing. Mm -hmm. And it's what we put on that we show the world. And this is a person that's living for mm -hmm. nature in cycles and for life. Mm -hmm. And that is what they're putting on and presenting. So, like, we're reaching the one, we're reaching the part of the podcast where I tell you what you've taught me. And I was, <laughs> that, that just like, <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, I'm going to need, Gabe, write that down. Like, I'm going to need to like add that to my King of Pentacles Awesome. The way that I teach it and the way that I think about it from now on, because it is what the way that we act, the way that we present, the things that we do, that is our robe. That is our actions speaking for us. And if our actions aren't speaking what we're saying, if we're not tending the seeds that we planted, they're oh. not going to grow. And I just got goosebumps. So there you go. <laughs> so like, wow, you know, that's so cool. What yes. an amazing thing that you just said. That's so, oh, I just, yes, I want to. I, I truly do like I and I've said this before too but like I listen to these back because I'm a narcissist and I write down <laughs> and I write down the things that like I'm taught and that my guests say because they're so fucking well and the I almost said poignant Gabe said I wasn't allowed to say that anymore <laughs> poignant poignant should we say it five times poignant <laughs> poignant um what's interesting what's the most beautiful part about all this robe part is that um somebody who I uh, am close to um, that has come into my life in this sense in the tarot world and the spiritual world um, had just said something about the robes we wear to me like a couple days ago wow. and so in looking at that that's why I noticed that and then it's interesting how information flows in and through us because then yeah. I relate that to you and it relates to this and then it's all connected yes it is and, and, and you know and like the, that, those pieces of advice that other people give you know like give us and we take it to heart we share that and then it spreads and it's that same kind of essence of spreading love and kindness and knowing that it's kind of that same mentality of yes it's one vote but vote because it really does add up or yes it's just a dollar to this charity but if everybody donated one dollar if a thousand people did that's a thousand dollars that weren't going to be there prior it is that same idea of giving somebody like advice and speaking from the heart like mm. you never know what they're going to take from it how it's going to transform them and how they're going to go forward and transform somebody else mm -hmm. and it is completely like ivy it continues to grow and spread mm. e wow this was amazing isn't this great i'm yes. so excited about this whole like ah this is such a great card and it is such a like it it, it truly is like the synchronicity of what we were talking about well, listeners out there, um, I'm just at a point in my life where there are a lot of things um, that are coming and into my life. And I'm at a point where I just have to really root down and align oh. with everything I've learned, you know, and 
then make decisions based on that in a way, I guess. Yeah. So. And isn't that what we all have to do about yes. everything? It, but it's like, it's just so, it's amazing that the decisions that we do sometimes just naturally that are in the King of Pentacles, and then it comes to us consciously where we're seeing the things that we grew and the decisions we made, and now we have to, what are we going to make our robe out of? Ooh. How are we going to take that and go forward? Wow. I am so excited to learn about tarot more. Yes. yes I'm gonna I'll just, how many cards are in a tarot deck? 78. So we'll do 78 podcasts with me and Jacqueline. Yes, so we'll I do 78. <laughs> just me and Janelle talking at you. Well, you're going to have to come back and do this. I would love to. Yes, you're. I, I, want, I want all of my guests to come back and do this again. And I think, like, this was an amazing conversation. And I truly did. Like, I learned, you know, what you about the robe and then also what you said about fire and about Mm. how like that earth and fire kind of connect and transforming like that is such an important thing that I think people are going to take and be like yeah think about this life that came from that and it's not that it's bad or worse or better it's that we changed and Mm -hmm. changes the goal Mm -hmm. um just an absolutely beautiful statement Gabe's look at me and he's like I told you you couldn't say absolutely either he told me there were five things I couldn't say (laughs) because I say them too much but I just like that word but you know I I just I feel it I feel like this conversation and like when we get to put it out is going to resonate and thank you Janelle so much for being here can you tell people where to find you and where to find your music one more time and then I will if you email me all that I'll put it in the show notes too so people can just click amazing um yes I absolutely can so you can my artist name is Fimone, F-I-M-O-N-E. You can find me on Spotify. I just released a single uh, on the 31st called Amsterdam. Yeah. And you can find me on Instagram at the real Fimone, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-F-I-M-O-N-E. And then that is also Facebook and Twitter at the real Fimone. You have a Twitter. I'm going to follow you. <laughs> I'm never on Twitter. That's okay. I also have a TikTok, which I'm never on. You have a TikTok? Yeah. I don't have a TikTok. I feel like I wouldn't be good at that. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Oh, it's, uh, you don't need one. It's it's crazy out there in TikTok world. It's crazy. <laughs> like a little Alice in Wonderland yes. thing. So, I, yeah. yes, that's my uh, music's things. Um, I would be honored if... Uh, anybody wanted to look that up and Jacqueline thank you oh. I reached out to her and I was like can I be on your podcast and she was like <laughs> yeah and I was like this is great I truly fell out of my chair when she asked I was so excited I was like yes you can be on my podcast you um, can be on my podcast all the, anytime you want just awesome. ask me thank yeah. you thank you all right everybody Oh my gosh, what about Janelle? Just so entirely thrilled to have had the honor of having her on the podcast. Her music is incredible, and she herself is an incredible human. Um, I want to go ahead and start out with an apology for missing last week. Thank you so much for your patience and your understanding. My husband and I were in the middle of moving, which would not have thrown us off schedule if a large tornado had not ripped through my city. Uh, We were in the process of moving and helping um, some friends in our community salvage their lives, pretty literally. Um, so, uh, as we all know, this is the part of the podcast where I come out and begin reciting the CDC's website in the style of spoken word. <coughs> no, it is the collective reading. Uh, the, <laughs> this week is pretty on the nose. Uh, it is, we got the reverse world. 
very obviously the world is in chaos right now. Uh, I believe that the last episode we did, our card for the week, two weeks, because I believe Source and Spirit had that planned out before I did, was the Nine of Wands. And I remember saying something along the lines of, whatever happens this week, no, though may... Though you may be wounded, you are not pathetic, and you can keep going, and there you can keep pushing forward, and for the last two weeks, nothing more has remained true for not just my community uh, affected by the tornado, but also for this really fucking terrible pandemic that is coronavirus. Uh... Going forward into this next week, many of us are quarantined. Many of us cannot go to work. Many of us cannot send our school, our kids to school. I almost said send our schools to kid, but that's essentially what we're being forced to do. Uh, the other thing is that people have lost jobs because of this. Uh, small businesses have had to close and will keep closing. This pandemic is serious. And as we go into the next week, this is a card that very literally encourages us to please be kind to our friends and family that are immunocompromised. Compromised. Can you tell it's late? I'm very tired. I happen to be one of those immunocompromised with bad already respiratory problems. So as I'm sitting here looking at going into the next week, it's so important to think about the people who would be hurt if they contracted COVID-19. It would be devastating and it has been devastating for many people infected. So reach out with compassion. Stop panic buying toilet paper. It does not affect your butt. It affects your respiratory system. And so many people at the grocery store, especially the elderly or the disabled, cannot get the things they need because we have panic bought every single produce item, toilet paper, you name it. It's probably gone from the grocery store. So this coming week, we need to be compassionate to those who are struggling. We need to flatten the the sickness curve and self-quarantine and stay home. And, you know, I know that that's very ableist in a lot of ways and very classist because I am also one of those people that has to go to work. I don't get to not work, even though we are in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, but what it does mean is wash your hands, don't sneeze in your fist and then touch things, be respectful of those around you to the best of your ability and to those who don't have the ability to stay home and self-quarantine, please know my heart and overworked body is with you. Uh, all of that being said, Thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. I am lazy and had not checked Chartable in too long. And we reached number 60 in France. We were 172 in the U.S. charts. In New Zealand, we, we kind of skidded down from number nine and landed somewhere in the 50s. However, these are all still really big deals. And that's all you guys making this happen. Thank you so much for 
allowing this to be of service. As always, thank you to my husband who wrote and produced and recorded the theme song and also is about to take off any and all slurs and ums. Thank you so much.